Isn't that weird? It's so weird. And that is a totally true story. Hey there, I'm Morgan Phillips. I'm city editor of Tulsa People Magazine, bringing you our new mini episode of Tulsa Talks called About Town. Our hope with this new mini episode is to bring you some content that you might not otherwise hear from us. Um, because the thing about putting a magazine together is there's a lot of great content left on the cutting room floor. Um, our magazine is only so big, and although we have TulsaPeople.com to share a lot of extra bonus content, um, we still know that there's a lot of great stuff that our readers and listeners don't get to hear. So we'll be sharing that on these mini episodes from time to time, um, as well as just some behind-the-scenes stories about putting our magazine together. It's a lot of fun whether uh, our staff works on the print product or our digital products or both. And so we're going to be having some different team members on um, from our design department, our editorial department, maybe even our ad reps, um, to just share some fun memories and behind-the-scenes stories from our 35 years here publishing in Tulsa. On this week's episode, you're going to hear from About Town editor Blakely Freed and myself sharing some of our favorite stories from this month's August issue. And after that, I'm going to share some bonus content from my recent interview with Kristen Dotson, CEO and President of Celebrity Attractions. They are the Tulsa-based presenter of national tours, including Broadway shows brought here to our city. And they're going to be bringing back their first Broadway show in about a year and a half on August 31st, which will be Jimmy Buffett's Escape to Margaritaville. So I think that's it. I hope you enjoy our first mini episode of Tulsa Talks About Town. Hello there, About Town editor Blakely Freed. First of all, before we get into our favorite content for August, um, I think that our cover with the members of the Union Marching Band just begs the question, what are your favorite memories from marching band or orchestra? And actually, did you were you in either one? I, I was in orchestra when I was a kid, and though I wasn't in marching band, in high school and college, all of my friends were. So I was kind of band adjacent. And... Um, I just remember going to competitions, random places all over the state to support my friends and getting to see, you know, high school stadiums full of kids who perform in ways that is just really fascinating and interesting that they have to work hard at all. all. And, you know, too, um, lots of these kids, I mean, wake up at 6, 7 a.m., sometimes before that to practice in these summer times, so... It's crazy. So you were a marching band groupie. That's exactly right. That's a good way to describe it. I love it. So I I didn't do competitive marching band, but whenever I was in middle school, I played the oboe, which is really more of an orchestral instrument because they don't let you march with the oboe because of the double read. And so I would always carry the banner up front. Um, But I was scared because going to Broken Arrow High School, like the pride was I mean, literally the pride of of the district. And so I was always like super scared because even to this day, like I'll drive by the stadium and those guys are out there practicing in this crazy heat and like, it's legit. I mean, and Union's doing the same thing, obviously, as evidenced by our photo essay in the August issue. But um, you're right. It's amazing just to see how they're using their talents and um, just like how tough they are because, man, 
that's tough, especially the ones carrying around the huge melophones oh, and the, man. the tubas and drums and the drums. It's oh. intense. Um, okay, so let's get into what are some of your favorite stories from the August print magazine? So there's a good roundup of content in the August magazine, but I the story that I was most excited to report on was about Urban Sketchers Tulsa, which is a new community-based group that just gathers monthly and sketches their surroundings. And um, they have a, a whole manifesto that they follow. And part of that is sharing your community, your drawings of the community. But they were really welcoming and inviting. And they offered for me to come and participate. Um, so I'll uh, I'll share my creation with these lovely listeners uh, online on TulsaPeople.com. But I got to meet a lot of people from the community. And something that was funny, um, so we went to Gilcrease. And this is, of course, Gilcrease is closed now um, for demolition and renovations. But this was right before it closed. And it was before the museum opened for the day. And it was silent and beautiful and just being among all of the collection you know the artwork collected um was really cool getting to sketch among that then uh a fun thing happened in the production process where the person who's in the print photo of the um urban sketchers group is actually the source in a completely different story in the magazine. So that just shows you what a how this is truly a community event is you interview someone from a completely unaffiliated group and they're also appearing in this story that you're writing about the community. That's amazing and it just shows you how small of a city Tulsa really is at the end of the day. <laughs> It really is. It's very cool. Well, um, I loved that story, and I, I love your behind-the-scenes uh, uh, info about that, too. And the thing that I really liked from the August issue was um, I didn't write this story, but I got to do fact-checking for it. And for those who aren't aware, um, we have a policy of fact-checking all of the content that's published uh, in our print magazine before it goes to print. And so that's just to ensure that we are as accurate as possible um, and we try to avoid typos and things like that. And so um, I got to fact check with Simon uh, Hajar, and um, I hope I'm saying his name right, but he's with Hot Toast Music Company. And um, he was so awesome. Like I am just fascinated by him and um, he was just telling me like his process of songwriting and how um, – like every one of his songs, he writes it with his students at Benet, which is the preschool that he works at as a music teacher, and that he's not like writing music for kids, he's writing it with them. And then he talked to me a little bit about a book that he's writing uh, with another Tulsan that's going to be coming out soon, and I'm sure we'll have more info on that in the future. But um, I was just fascinated by him and his whole process and um, just being a mom myself as you are. Um, it's really cool that he's like using this skill and talent of his to help like build emotional intelligence in kids and even talk about hard things. And I just loved it. He was really, really cool. I liked when the tidbit you said about um, how he decided on the name Hot Toast. Will you tell everybody about that? Yes. So I asked him about um, his uh, his musical act, which is Hot Toast, and where he got the name. And he said it was because of his oldest son uh, when he was a baby. That was his favorite solid food for a time, and so Hot Toast became the name of of the musical act. And um, by the way, I want to mention that it's really good that I fact checked with this guy because we totally had his name spelled wrong first. 
and last name spelled wrong. So it happens. Go. <laughs> and it, it, it goes to show you, too, that when we read more than we uh, speak aloud, we sometimes don't even know how to pronounce these names because it's been via email back and forth. Um, so it's always a learning process for us. And now Tulsa's Broadway queen shares her pandemic hobby, her version of The Best Meal in Tulsa, and her favorite musical. I am Kristen Dotson, CEO of Celebrity Attractions. Thanks to Netflix, I discovered Formula One racing, and now I am obsessed. Daniel Ricardo from McLaren is my favorite driver. I ordered a t-shirt, and I set my alarm every Sunday morning at 6 a.m. to watch the pre-race coverage, and then at 8 a.m. to watch the race. I am all in. The drivers and the drama and the sponsors and the money, and I am fascinated. Isn't that weird? It's so weird. One of my favorite Tulsa restaurants is Red Rock down on the river and they have this fantastic buffalo shrimp appetizer that used to be on the menu but it's not on the menu now but if you ask for it they'll make it and I get that with their house salad which is so yummy and that's one of my favorite meals in Tulsa. It is so difficult to decide what my favorite Broadway musical is because I love so many of them but I think based on how it hits me emotionally time and time again because I have seen it over 20 times is Disney's The Lion King. I can still stand in the back of the theater and get goosebumps and tear up during Circle of Life when I see how the audience reacts to it um, and I think if if there's a show that can affect me that much, time and time again, there's something to be said for that. Thanks for joining us for Tulsa Talks About Town. For more on Kristen Dotson and our fall performing arts guide, you can check out the August issue of Tulsa People Magazine, now on racks all over town, or you can find our content, as always, on tulsapeople.com. Also on tulsapeople.com, you can find the Tulsa 10, which is our new curated list of weekly things to do in Tulsa. You can find our weekly music listings, and you can find our list of best-selling books from nonprofit and independent bookstores across the state.